Wow, be prepared for steamy hot and deliciously dark. LF, you know, that's just a small selection. This story has repeatedly attracted five-star ratings across the board. And from the description, eyes that held secrets, eyes full of betrayal. My sweet Ava, what a little liar you are. Utter loathing is all I thought I had left for this woman. She betrayed me, turned my love into hate. The day she sauntered out of my life, robbing me of a precious future, was the day my heart turned to stone. My soul became embittered and my deep-seated resentment morphed into a cruel, heartless man with a rule passion for sexual sadism. Without pain there can be no pleasure. I torment, I humiliate, I offer nothing more than psychological pain. Eight years later, she's back in my life, harboring ugly secrets. She has something I want, something that belongs to me, which leaves me no choice. I'll take, I'll punish, I'll make her pay for all her unforgettable and unforgivable vices. I'll introduce her to exquisite pain. I'll make her cry out. I'll watch her suffer to my wicked delight. Problem is, I long to feel my hands on her. I ache to inhale the delicate scent of her flesh. She pushes all my buttons, yanks all my chains. No matter how much I want to hate her, I can't. Can the submissive trust that Ava Montgomery offers me tear down the walls I've built around my heart? Allow me to make peace with myself. Will I migrate towards a lifestyle I've only watched others live? Or will this ingrained need to inflict pain, humiliation and fear follow me to the grave? So when you're ready, take a deep breath and just hold it for a moment. Release it with a sigh, letting go of any tension, any stress. For the next 30 minutes or so, it's just you and my voice. This is your time. Your time to relax. Your time for sensuous satisfaction. Your time to release that inner woman. As you listen to my voice and feel the story moving through your body. And enjoy the delights of Intrigue Me. Ava. From the instant he strutted through the door to sixth period study hall, like he owned the place, my heart rate had towered. Not because he had the face and body of a god. Not because he carried himself with pride and confidence and had a provocative air to him that weakened my knees. But because my skin grew hot, my heartbeat quickened. And he had the most beautiful pair of Nordic eyes I'd ever seen. A shade so clear, so blue, almost disgustingly, that made me feel as if I could see straight into his soul. They were passion, ice, the ocean. One quick look into those eyes, and I had known he was someone that was going to change my life. The hottest fires would always burn blue. From day one, I'd been drawn to Tage Morgan like a moth to a bright light. Eight years later, 
I should probably despise him, hate the mere mention of his name. Yet I didn't. I couldn't. The heart wants what it wants. I stormed out of the conference room with my heart pounding in my ears. I felt like I was in a fog that I couldn't find my way through or a dream I couldn't awaken from. I could still feel his presence and had an inscrutable longing to run to the building's front door, find him, and beg for forgiveness for my childish outbreak. I just acted like a three-year-old when Adam had relied on me to handle a simple business transaction. Instead of being professional and taking five minutes to handle a simple contract renewal, I'd let my personal feelings influence my behavior. I'd behave like a blithering idiot. Laura Beth was watching me with a hard stare. Ava? She asked in a concerning whisper. Are you okay? You look like you've seen a ghost. I have, I responded, my body tingling with pins and needles. A dire desperation stirred inside me, another unspeakable need to go after him. Even knowing who he was, what he had done, and what he hadn't. He was still so handsome, square jaw, straight nose, perfect mouth, those incredible ice-blue eyes. Of course he looked older, and he appeared more thick-skinned, more reserved. Wearing a designer suit that probably cost what I earned in a month instead of boots and jeans or sporting attire, just the thought of him made my heart race, the past suddenly so near, so imminent. Then again, had it ever really been all that far away? When similar watercolor blue eyes, olive skin, and dark waves and curls stared up at me each and every day? It felt like I'd blindly run face first into a brick wall and had every wisp of air knocked from my lungs. With a chill creeping down my back, I shut the office door, my brain still stuttering. I tuned into two photos on the corner of my desk, both of a dancing Melly dressed in her beloved pink tutu that was long, worn out, and ripped in the front after a collision with a bedpost. Even though it was ragged and frayed, she still refused to give it up for no other reason than she thought it made her look pretty. Another icy tremor slid down my spine. I was trembling so hard that my knees shook. I pushed tears from my eyes, staring at the photos of my daughter in the first of many dance costumes I'd purchased over the last six months. Did Tage know she loved dancing? Did he know pink was her favorite color? Did he even know her birthday? Her sex? Fuck you. Fuck you, Tate fucking Morgan. Fuck you and all your indifference. 
shaking like I was having a seizure with a sudden feeling of revulsion. I forced back a scream, blinked back more wanted emotion. I hated this numbing feeling inside me and the fact that I was so easily unraveled by seeing him after all these years. The last thing I'd ever expected was Tage Morgan being the Morgan Adam had referred to. Puke-ridden or otherwise, I shouldn't have ever agreed to handle that meeting. I was an advice columnist for shit's sake, not a damn negotiator. The past stabbed at me like a dozen red-hot pokers. Seeing him had reopened the wounds of senior year like a hundred fresh, new, deep gashes to my heart and soul that felt as if they would never close up this time. His deep, accented voice burning with power, lips gleaming with warmth and firmness, eyes that were sure fire wicked seduction. The way his body towered over mine as he asked me not to leave. How badly I'd wanted to stay. A hot tightness coiled between my legs, my chest wrenching with a sharp, pinching torment as I relived a quick flash from the past and him touching me, kissing me, the fluttering in my belly as he whispered foreign words against my ear. I'd been nothing but a silly, love-stricken girl in high school, falling for the charms of an immature teenage boy and taking foolish risks. Nathan Morgan had made it perfectly clear to my father that his son wanted nothing to do with any child we had conceived and that being tied down would simply forestall his future. I'd been played, used, and taken advantage of. Tage was no different from any other insensitive adolescent jock, just another beautiful face and body riddled with false promises, meaningless tall talk, and empty words who used splendid rhetoric to make naive teenage girls feel pretty and special. Motherfucking bastard. Why was it so hard just seeing him after all this time? Why did it feel like my world was two seconds from falling apart all over again? Nothing made sense about what had just happened or what I was feeling. But one thing I positively did understand when it came to Tage Morgan was that I wanted to slap his perfect face, pound my fists over and over again against his thick chest, ask him why, how, make him feel just an ounce of the pain I'd felt years ago, the dread I continued feeling every second of every day. I wanted to knee him in the balls and tell him I fucking loathed him. I buried my hands into my face, choking sobs consuming me, my stomach in knots. Collapsing against the wall, I slid downward, pulling my knees into my chest while icy prickles covered my skin. Fucking fuck him to hell and back. I hated every single thing about what he had done and who he was. I hate you, Tage Morgan. I'll hate you until my last 
waking breath. Heavy nausea bit at my belly. Why was this so damned hard? I had a job I loved, a house I loved, a daughter who I loved more than life. But discontent filled my mind just the same. Maybe I was meant to be raising a child alone. Maybe marriage wasn't in the cards for me. Maybe I simply wasn't worth loving. Minutes ticked by, possibly an hour. Footsteps came and went outside my office door. My phone buzzed more than once. Agony clawed at my chest. I felt terrible, lost, confused. My body felt like it weighed a ton as I lifted myself off the ground. I needed out of this damned office. Needed to clear my head and the shitstorm brewing inside. After a quick word with Laura Beth, I headed home in nothing but a dazed gloom. Thirty minutes later, I was in my kitchen, guzzling water to chase three Advil and a screaming headache creeping behind my eyes. A wave of tears trailed down my cheeks as a painful, gut-filled sob rose at my chest. My stomach tightened and I lurched forward, gripping the sink like it was a life preserver and retching up the water I'd just swallowed. Acid and stabbing regret churned in my belly, wave after wave of sickness rising up my throat and making my insides feel bruised. Once I could stand upright, I ignored the sound of my phone and cautiously sipped on some more cool water. With no denying how deeply affected I'd been by seeing Tage after all these years, I never realized just how much that part of my life still lingered in my mind. An icy sweat had broken out all over me. My shirt felt like sticky glue against the clammy dampness on my back. I grabbed my phone, ignoring the unheard voicemail, and made it to my bedroom. For the first time ever, I was thankful that Lance had convinced me to allow him to pick up Melly a day early. Right now, all I wanted was a quick shower, a toothbrush, my bed, and a night of restful sleep. Anything besides losing my complete shit again over a man I hated. Anything but thoughts of the past from the worst months of my life. Anything but memories of watercolor blue eyes, caramel-tinted skin, sensual Swedish words, hands that set my body into a blazing fire. Lying fuck. My God, was this the way my life was intended? My eyes were on fire, black with mascara, and my stomach felt like someone had kicked me with a steel-toed boot. After a 60-second shower, I scrubbed off what little makeup remained on my face, then brushed my teeth and crawled into bed, seeking peace, an end to these chills, and eight hours of sleep. Tomorrow was an early day, neglecting the bulk of incoming letters in my email inbox this afternoon. I had hours of reading ahead of me. With another cold shiver, I gathered the sheets under my chin, grimacing at the ache still raw in my midsection. 
Damn it, I'd forgotten the voicemail. I sighed, shifting onto the edge of the bed and wanting to ignore it, but also knowing I wouldn't rest, not unless I made sure my baby girl was okay. See me Saturday night, 7 p.m., please. Warmth crawled up my neck, my stomach tightening at the tone of his voice. Why was he calling me after the meeting from Hellfire? What could he possibly want? How did he get my number? Why had I acted like a juvenile damn fool? With a broken sigh, long seconds ticked away as I listened to the short message not once, but two more times. Wishing, wondering, wanting, wet. The roughness of his voice made me shiver, and I swallowed back a sob, the pain so great that it felt like newly sharpened switchblades slicing at my insides, throbbing deep, aching, bleeding. Denying Tage Morgan was agonizing, but returning his call wasn't an option. I didn't dare. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Wasn't happening. So instead, I took the coward's way out. I sent him a text. Go fuck yourself. Both hot and cold, my whole body trembled. Arousal surged through my core. Hungry, eager, and desperate. How could this man who had done nothing but hurt me in the most fragile years of my life still have such a strong pull over me? Why did my body ache for his firm fingers painfully taunting my nipples, his heavy palm blistering the delicate skin of my sex, his strong legs easing mine apart? A cluster of flashbacks played through my head, Loud music on the radio. Kisses that went on forever. Smiles. Touches. Promises. Sweet mother of fuck, I had to stop this. It was exhausting. Heartbreaking. My eyes welled up again, a throb pulsing between my legs so heavy that I shuddered. Everything about Tage Morgan turned me into someone different. No matter what he had or hadn't done in high school, it was that same feeling. I was aroused, sick with need. I wanted him. My God, I wanted him. My hands slid down the fluttering curves of my belly and into the waist of my panties. My sex was wet, throbbing, my core aching. I took a deep breath, helplessly turned on, and plunged viciously inside myself, visualizing olive skin with golden undertones staring down, eyes shining like the clearest blue ocean, dimples peeking through a shadowed jaw, lips teasing my inner thighs as they moved up to that one explosive spot before covering my clit with wicked suction. 
My nipples tightened the familiar tangle building way down in my core. With a sharp breath, I shoved deep, ruthlessly, one last time, before pulling back and slapping as hard as I could at my drenched outer folds. Oh, God. My back arched, the air leaving my lungs in a pleasured blitz, tears flying from my eyes as I spasmed with orgasm. In the back of my mind, my emotions overwhelming. It was inevitable. Saturday night, I would be staring into the blue eyes of Tage Morgan. Once again, God help me, how many times would I fall for the charms of this man before the cold, hard realization that he would never be part of my future finally sink in for good? Tage, my chest pounded as I poured myself a drink tearing away the choking tie from my neck. I could still smell it, that same cherry vanilla scent. She smelled exactly the same eight years ago. Sweet, luscious, feminine. Lightning crackled far off in the distance as I relaxed outside in a lounge chair, working a double shot of whistlepig rye. Classic rock playing on the outdoor speakers. Things had been going smoothly in my life. Business was growing every day. I had money in the bank. A roof over my head. More than enough women to appease me. Isabel was happy. My mother content. Then out of the blue. There she was. Ava Montgomery, the last thing I'd ever expected. What was I to do now? I was a changed man, a whole different person from the young boy she'd remembered. I'd been this way for years, or truth be known, probably forever. Nearly four years in the military had reinforced what deep down I had known in the back of my mind since childhood. No feelings, no emotions. Drilled through my head a hundred times during the rigorous months of training. I had no idea if the words had anything to do with who I was or who I'd become. A sadist. I stared down at the drink in my hand, my head a blur. Christ. I truly didn't know why I was this way, not entirely. All I knew for sure was that I had spent my adult life getting off on hurting women, breathing power over women, watching fear build in their eyes, humiliating, insulting and taunting their emotions, their minds, savouring nonsensical, Ultrasexual chaos, command and control, pain, affliction, no romance, no hearts, no flowers, and absolutely, positively, no love. Romance and love were nothing but illusions, plots made for movies, outlines for books, nothing more than a fantasy or fiction. 
I saw women who craved masochism. Women who needed it as badly as I needed it to get off. I was content with this lifestyle. I was at peace with myself and the man I was. But then, was I really? My head buzzed with emotion, thoughts of her fucking with my heartbeat. It was hard to recall a time when I hadn't needed someone to control, someone to hurt, ridicule, insult and humiliate. Someone to use their body how I saw fit. I ached to touch her, taste her, have my hands on her. Doubt coursed through my veins as I lay back, stroking myself, while visions of her flashed inside my head. I was hard, miserable, confused. I gripped my cock, each stroke growing more urgent than the next. I squeezed harder, pumped faster. Her smell still filled my nostrils. Her voice lingered in my head. Fuck, fuck, fuck. I came hard, a mess of thick cum filling my fist. Come what may, Ava wasn't getting away from me. Not this easily. Not this time. I needed to see her again, and I would. Come hell or fucking high water. <laughs>